Here we are on Mars, and we're starting with Aries. So Mars and Aries, this is fire sign energy, and Mars is in its domicile when in Aries. That means it's happy here, it's exuberant, it can really manifest those uh, Martian qualities. So these people are on fire. They're forceful, they're self-confident, and they have this fiery energy to them. They're super magnetic, and the way they move through the world is kind of like a meteor. (laughs) That's what I would describe them as. They're this fireball that's just pinging around, getting things done, and they're really a force to be reckoned with. These natives are outspoken, and you'll always know how they feel about something. They don't hold back their emotions. In fact, they really couldn't hold anything back if they tried, whether it's their emotions, their opinion, or even just their joy. It's not that it's only their bad emotions that get expressed. It's the good ones, too. When these people are happy, they are exuberant. They are thrilled. They are overjoyed. They can't hold anything back. If they're happy, you're going to know it. If they're sad, you're going to know it. There's a boldness to their honesty that's really hard to come by in other placements. And what I mean by that is they not only say what they think, but they do it in an extremely confident way. And sometimes it can even come off as abrasive or tactless. So we all know Sagittarius is known for being extremely truthful. But the way an Aries Mars does it is they're saying it as this is the truth. Take it or leave it. There's no other option. And you believe them most of the time because they say it in such a confident way that you're like, how could this not be the truth? They believe every word that comes out of their mouth. If they say something, it's gospel in their opinion. Mars emboldens Aries and makes these people feel alive. These people are electric and they're on fire. They're usually extremely active and they love sports. They move very aggressively and they often do things very fast-paced. These people could be considered twitchy even, like they can't sit still. They're always bouncing their leg or just kind of looking around the room. They really just can't sit still and they'd rather be moving in some sort of way. Since Mars governs sex life, we got to talk about that. We're going to talk about that with each sign, so get ready for that. So the sex life of an Aries Mars is going to be interesting. They're going to be someone that sees someone they like, and they're going to actively pursue them almost relentlessly. This goes for both one-night stands and long-term romantic partners. This can be really fun for some people, people who enjoy the cat and mouse kind of chase. They will like this, but it could also be a nightmare for other people. Some people do not like being (laughs) pursued with such passion, I'll say. So it can really be off-putting to some people, or it can be really attractive to others. It all depends what you're into. Aries Mars people actually do really well in the realm of business and politics. They have this confidence that just helps them move through the world in such a bold way and they don't back down easily. Also, business and politics is generally a male-dominated world, and this position brings very masculine energy, so they garner respect rather easily. If you are someone who has an Aries Mars, you are going to have very masculine energy, and I don't mean that in the stereotypical feminine masculine. We've been over this before, but I just like to say that. You're just going to have kind of a leg up 
in a male-dominated situation or a male-dominated field because you're going to bring that fire and intensity and people will respect you because you command respect when you have an Aries Mars. There's just a leadership quality to these natives. If you're into tarot, the emperor card is what comes to mind here. And that's actually the card that signifies Aries. So you're going to have emperor energy, which that's the authoritative father figure. So even if you are a woman, if you are more feminine, if you have an Aries Mars, there's going to be kind of this kick-ass quality to you (laughs) where you don't take any shit and you don't care. You just, you know what you want and you go for it. So in last week's episode, I had said that I'm going to think of a weapon (laughs) for every astrological placement. And I did do that. So the weapon that's associated with an Aries Mars is a warhammer. Because I just think of Thor. I think of the Hulk. It's get in there and shake things up. Smash, bang, boom. There's no tact. They're very aggressive. That's just what I think of. So when Aries Mars, you guys come swinging in, busting down the door with a warhammer. And yeah, I'd say that's going to garner respect. People are going to look at you and be like, okay, we shouldn't mess with them. You know, Mars is in its domicile. It's going to be happy here. It's going to even maybe go a little bit overboard sometimes when it's in its domicile. It's going to make you aggressive in a way that can be really good and you can achieve your goals, or it can make you aggressive in a way that you're out of control. For my Aries Mars people, just really try to channel your Mars energy. I think it might take a little bit of time and effort, but if you find an outlet like a sport or boxing, something like that, it's going to be very helpful for you to get that energy out and under control. Mars and Taurus. So this is Earth sign energy, and uh, Taurus is ruled by Venus. So we're in detriment here. With these natives, we see people who aren't physically domineering, like the Aries natives are, but what they lack in physical prowess, they make up for in sheer willpower and determination. The motto we see here is slow and steady. And that's because there's such a strong willpower that almost anything these people want, they make it happen. It might take a while, and it won't happen overnight, but they will achieve their goals at all costs. Venus still asserts a little bit of her influence here. These people will aggressively go after success in the form of money, material possessions, and of course, love. So the perfect partner. They aren't as fast and furious as Aries when it comes to love, sex, and relationships. A Taurus Mars wants that passionate love affair, the steamy love affair. Think um, like a romance novel type way. That's what they want, the Danielle Steele romance novels. They're so prone to becoming obsessive, and they want to possess every aspect of their partner. So this is where we really see Mars and Venus kind of coming together. Venus wants the love, and Mars pushes for the love. It makes them aggressive, and they really go for that perfect romantic partner. As any Taurus placement, they're often unforgiving and unwilling to see other people's points of view. That's just a Taurus. (laughs) Anywhere you put that placement, it's going to be hard for Taurus to see other people's points of views, and they're going to be stubborn. That just comes with the Taurus territory. Since Taurus is an Earth sign, Mars is going to exert its influence on the material world. These people are going to often be big spenders, and they're going to like working with money. Mars and Venus are kind of fighting each other in this placement, so these natives are often prone to depression or having a lack of direction. 
Mars has one plan of action in mind, and Venus has another, so it can be hard for these two to link up and agree, which causes the native to feel sluggish, and like they're lacking motivation sometimes. But this doesn't last long. They do have an iron will. They truly, truly do. And it's what gets them through. So they go through these bouts of lack of direction and depression, but they remember who they are. And they remember that they're the only ones that can pick themselves up and then they move on. So the weapon. (laughs) This is my favorite part of these. I loved doing these weapon parts. So the weapon I thought of here is a very fancy decorative sword. Think of a sword that is used in ceremonies when people are being knighted. Very King Arthur sword. That's what's coming to mind for me here. A King Arthur type sword that has filigree and it's gold and it's, it's actually hung up on a wall more than it's used, but it's still a sword and it does work. So while Taurus Mars isn't the most physical, they're still able to throw down if they have to, but they really don't want to have to. Mars in Gemini. This is air energy, and Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Not only are these people physically active, but Mars bestows them with the gift of being extremely mentally active as well. So most of the energy that Mars gives goes towards mental pursuits. These people are constantly thinking, or ruminating, or just uh, coming up with new ideas. There's always something on their mind. If you ask these people penny for your thoughts, Well, I hope you are ready to sit there for a while because they've got a lot of thoughts. They're often very smart, quick-witted, have good memories, and can grasp new concepts with ease. They're able to figure out puzzles and uh, decode things rather quickly. These natives can come to conclusions about something in an instant. It's like Mars gives them the power of crystal clear thought. While all this sounds really awesome and amazing, and like it kind of even sounds like a superpower, There's, of course, one downfall, because every superpower has a downfall. While they have all these ideas and this clear thought, they often have a hard time executing their ideas. They'll waver, and they often won't pull the trigger on an idea, and they think about various reasons why they shouldn't or what what else they could be doing. So the brain is a little too active with this position. In their sexual partnerships, They absolutely require mental stimulation. If someone is boring or doesn't have much to say, these natives are going to be so over it. They often enjoy the earlier stages of dating, when people are still new and exciting and you're still learning about them, so it seems more fun in the earlier stages to them. As soon as someone becomes dull or ordinary, they just leave. They're over it because they haven't made a commitment, so they're like, well, I'm out. This causes these people to have a lot of relationships in search of someone who is a truly interesting person. Mars and Mercury team appear to give these natives a powerful gift of communication. They're able to inspire others through their writing or their speaking, and oftentimes these people will be gifted pleasant voices that others find magnetic. They're good at getting people to listen to them, and they can convince others of what they're saying pretty easily. For some reason, people listen to this placement. I will say this is my Mars, and maybe that's why I started a podcast, because I like to just run my mouth, and I am so grateful that all of you listen to me every week. (laughs) So the weapon for this placement is a pen. I know that seems strange, but hear me out. So with a Gemini Mars, they're not very physically aggressive. I know myself personally, I am not extremely physically aggressive towards other people. 
that's not me. Really? I don't like that. I've, that's not what I've ever really been like. It just feels weird to be physically aggressive towards someone. But I will say, I am extremely verbally aggressive. And that's why I say a pen is the weapon of choice here. Because a Gemini Mars has the ability to look someone up and down and immediately notice their weak points and what's going to hurt them the most. I'm always very cautious about saying things. And if I'm in a heated moment or if I get upset, I really try to calm down before I say anything because I know my words can be very cutting, very cutthroat. If anyone else is a Gemini Mars, you will understand that your words are extremely, extremely impactful and you should be careful with them. Mars and Cancer. This is water sign energy and Cancer is ruled by the moon. This is a placement of pent-up emotions and rage. And it's really no surprise because it's the moon and Mars coming together and that just sounds like a recipe for some sort of explosion. These natives aren't typically outwardly aggressive on the surface. They keep it all inside, like any good cancer placement would. And they become a pressure cooker waiting to explode. Their strength is derived from being emotionally resilient. They're able to carry a heavy emotional load. The way these people attack problems or move through the world is incrementally. They tackle their problems little by little, chipping away at the opposition or the problem over a long period of time. They are consistent in their efforts and cannot be swayed when they set their sights on something. Each step may be small, but the collective effort they put in is overwhelming for their opponent in the end, and they always achieve their goal. Sexual relationships are sensual and intuitive for them. They really want to know and trust their partner. The enthusiasm they have for the relationship is often based on the other person. And what I mean by that is, if the other person is exciting and upbeat, then the relationship will be as well. But if the other person is boring and a sad sack, then the relationship will also mirror those moods. One thing that not even Mars can sway a cancer placement from is staying in a relationship that they aren't happy in. In fact, the Mars placement makes them double down. These natives will stay in and cling to a relationship that is bad for them or that simply just doesn't suit them. If they're not a good match, it does not matter to the Cancer Mars. They are going to stick around and they are going to see it through. Remember when I said they're a pressure cooker waiting to burst? Well, emotions usually manifest for these people as temperamental outbursts or extreme anxiety and being nervous or irritable. So one thing I really like about the Mars and Cancer is the way that they move. It's not like Aries where it's crash, bang, boom. It's not like that. It's this slow and steady and methodical just chipping away at something. It's constant. They don't ever stop. They don't take breaks, but they don't need to because they're going at such a slow and steady pace that they don't get tired. It's honestly impressive. <laughs> so that's just something that I admire and that I don't think any other sign does this in Mars. So the weapon that I chose for cancer are boxing gloves. And that's because these people need to take out their frustration in a healthy way. They need to find something similar to Aries. They need to find something that's going to let them let out their frustrations, whether they just go outside and scream, <laughs> whether they play music, whether they take up a physical sport. Mars tends to like really active physical pursuits when letting out pent-up emotions or frustration. So that's what I 
would assume people would do, but people have different outlets. The other thing about boxing is the act of boxing itself. When I said they wear people down or they wear their opponent down, that's exactly what boxers do. Some boxers are the one-two, you know, knockout punch, but not a Cancer Mars. These are the ones that have endurance and they are going to go, I don't know how many rounds are in boxing, you know, 20 rounds, (laughs) and they are going to keep steady and they're going to keep their footwork. They're going to stay light on their feet and they are not going to give up until their opponent is just lying on the ground, exhausted and defeated. Mars and Leo. We are back to fire sign energy and Leo is ruled by the sun. This placement is larger than life. The fire of Leo is amplified by the grandness of the sun. Everything these people do is a go big or go home moment. They not only have the mental acuity to form ideas, but they also have the momentum to put them into action and see them through. They're also really great at seeing potential in other people and helping them launch their ideas, but you best believe that they are going to take credit for helping. Leo placements love the spotlight, and it's no different under Mars. They're dramatic in their movements, and they will always garner attention when they want it, and sometimes even when they don't want it, but let's be real, Leo placements always want attention. Sexual relationships are dramatic and intense. The old-fashioned hot-blooded energy is seen here. These people need to be in control and want constant attention and affection from their partners. Even though they crave attention, they give it back readily. They're warm and they're loving towards their partners. In the workplace, they steal the show, hands down. And I mean, they steal the show anywhere, but especially in the workplace. They can come off as condescending and domineering because they have this innate ability to lead and they can be kind of aggressive about it because leading and being in control is what they know they're good at and they know they belong in a leadership position. So if they're not in one, there's kind of this disconnect for them and they can seem kind of like, well, I know best anyway, so I'm just going to do what I want to do, which in a workplace setting can lead to problems. These natives are the main character everywhere they go. Even if they actually aren't the main character, to them they are. It would never occur to them that people aren't paying attention to them or noticing them. Even if they're in someone else's story or it's someone else's shining moment, it doesn't matter. (laughs) They're going to steal the show. They're the main character. And they might do it unknowingly. It's just how they move through the world. Where they move, that's where the spotlight goes. It's just how it works for (laughs) a Leo Mars. At their best, they're helpful and they use their energy to help and uplift others. At their worst, they're extremely self-centered and only see things in terms of themselves. Their weapon of choice would be a lance. So what a lance is, I've looked up some medieval weapons and this is the one that really uh, stuck out for them. A lance is what a knight would use when he's riding a horse for the jousting. So it's very flashy and it's showy and they would be riding on a horse and be making a big spectacle of themselves. And that's just what I see a Leo Mars doing. They are the red knight that won the battle and uh, now they're riding off on their horse into the sunset, be <laughs> victorious. <laughs> it's a very grand scene. And also just jousting itself is such a spectacle and people line up to watch. So they have the crowd and it's just a, it's a whole thing, which a Leo Mars would love especially if they win, because there's no losing to them. Mars in Virgo. This is Earth sign energy, and Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Two things these natives are is ambitious and proud. They go about their work in a methodical manner and are extremely strong-willed. 
Virgo is not an emotional placement. I don't know how many times I have to say that, (laughs) but it is not an emotional placement. And I think anyone that knows a Virgo sun, moon, or rising knows that for a fact. These people are able to easily separate from their emotions when making decisions. This can make them ruthless, which has its pros and cons depending on the situation. They operate in a shrewd and calculating way. They have a really sneaky quality to them and can come off as being underhanded or conniving at times. Mars can really bring out the worst of the Virgo qualities if the native isn't careful. And what I mean by that is those sneaky and underhanded qualities can really be accentuated in this position because that's how Virgo moves. Virgo moves silently and uh, Virgo moves in a way that they don't tell people their plans, they just kind of do them. And when Mars emboldens those actions, it can just rub people the wrong way. But when Mars is working well, these people are great at making decisions because their judgment's never clouded. The emotions aren't around. That's it. (laughs) They can make a decision and be completely level-headed about it. They just have to be careful that they don't detach too much and become cold or not able to relate to others. They do well in professions where you need a lot of emotional control. So nurses, doctors, psychiatrists, first responders, anything where emotions would only get in the way, that's a place for a Virgo Mars to be. In sexual relationships, a Virgo Mars likes to act like they don't care and they really try to play it cool, but they are very sexual creatures and they need both mental and physical stimulation to be happy in their relationship. They do keep their escapades very hush-hush though, and that's a Virgo trait all around. Virgo is very to themselves about their relationships and especially their sexual relationships. When they're trying to get their plans off the ground and they want to put something into action, Mercury can make them get hung up on the details. They want perfection and they want it so badly that sometimes it stops them from trying at all. Which is sad because Virgo has a lot of great ideas and Virgo is such the worker honeybee of the Zodiac. I know Capricorn gets a lot of the clout for being the workaholic and the successful one, but Virgo is behind the scenes. I like to say that behind every successful Capricorn is a Virgo (laughs) helping them out because those two go together so well, their work styles really match up. I feel bad for the Virgo Mars people when they have a great plan, but they won't execute it because they're nervous that it's not going to be perfect. They really need to work on not caring about every little detail and sometimes just go for it fix it along the way you know just jump in so the weapon here is a throwing star and i picked that because these people are sneaky and they have hidden motives and i don't mean that in a bad way it's just how they are they keep things close to their chest they don't want other people to know what they're up to or their ideas and that might be for fear of other people stealing them or it also might be for fear of again They want it to be perfect before they reveal it to the world. So they really just try to use the element of surprise, which I think a throwing star is very much a weapon of surprise. They could throw it and you don't even know it was them. A Virgo Mars could be sitting at their desk and they could throw the throwing star and then just go right back to work and you would never know it was them. You'd probably honestly blame Sagittarius for it. (laughs) All right, everyone, those are the Mars signs. Hope you enjoyed them. The weapons part is really fun. I like doing that. So those are the placements of uh, Aries through Virgo, and we'll continue going through the rest of the signs next week, starting with Libra and ending with Pisces. If you guys want more moon content before next week, go find me on Instagram 
at moonmatters.astro. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. We've had a lot of new subscribers lately, and I just want to say hello to you all and welcome you to the podcast. <laughs> That's all I really have to say right now, so I will see you, moon babes, next week.